Welcome to Hair Uncut. I'm your host, Kelly Gorsuch. This is a podcast dedicated to looking at the hair trade from a top flight perspective. Follow along while we explore it through open and honest discussion. What it is, what it is, guys. Welcome back. I'm really excited today. I wanted to talk about something. This is a, a theory that um, that I've had for some time. I want to get straight to the point. This episode is not going to be super long. I just want to get um, right in there and talk about this thing I did years ago where I moved uh, the management office to the front desk. This changed my life. One of the things that I always had and I always struggled with was every uh, shop I either managed or I had a manager, um, we always put the, f- I mean, look, a lot of these shops, the the management office was also like the break room because, um, you know, we're not working with a lot of space in, in D.C. The rent's expensive, so you can't have, uh, you know, free space a lot of times. So a lot of these things were dual purpose. I, I You know, that sucks because uh, it's hard to do business because you always have to, like, take people out in public and and have a conversation at, like, the coffee shop. Um, so that sucks, but... Then as I got bigger and stuff, we, we'd have like a, a break room in the back of the business or they were always downstairs in the back and, you know, basically as far away from the happenings of the salon as possible. And I just like always was like, yeah, it's nice to have a nice quiet space to kind of go away. The issue there is the manager is always away. Like they're always away. They're always as far removed from what's going on as possible. And we all know in the salon, when you get busy... You, you can't be hunting people down to help you out. You got to like dig your way out of the hole. And so the manager was not, is not able to be a floater. They're not able to like help out the desk, help out the shampoo at that point. Um, you know, cause it's, it's, people are expensive. Uh, so you can't have any roles in, in a salon environment where like those, per, those people can't, uh, pick up some slack somewhere and be a, uh, a dual position. Um, so they have to be able to like, shampoo or throw a toner on or not i mean not necessarily throw a toner i mean you should you probably don't need a a a paid manager if they have to do that but if they have to like do a quick shampoo or if they have to answer a phone or if they have to help check somebody out or they have to like cover someone while they're while they're taking a lunch or something you know like you gotta really watch over all of that moving the management office to the front desk was something that was like mind-blowing for me i never even thought about this and you know i i put some space up at my um at my one of my big salons and and i had the front desk and i put the closet right behind the front desk and that was great um moving the closet right by the desk was great because then you could take the coats for um for the guests and we it was like a coat check almost. So you give them and you give them the, one of the numbers off of the um, the hanger, and then they give it back to you, and then you would search the uh, for the coat. So you know that was really nice. It it, it kind of didn't always work, right? Like to, you know when you get really busy, it's hard for like the desk people to do it. When we first started doing it, it was cool, and then they loved it because some people would tip them. <laughs> which was hilarious. But after a while, it just is like, it, it just adds to the chaos and it goes against everything I believe in and keeping the salon like as simple as possible. But I do like if you have the time, the downtime, taking the, the code of the guest is, is really nice. And then trying to remember it. So what it became for us was 
um, we actually ended up keeping the numbers and you'd put the name on the number behind the desk so you could go and find it when they asked for it. Um, and that made stuff a little simpler than bringing out three black jackets and being like, which one of these is yours? Um, cause that gets complicated in a hurry. So one of the best things I did was, is like move that management office to the front desk and then boom, the manager becomes like, uh, someone that can help out on the phones. They can help bring people out when it gets busy. Like they're right there. If somebody needs them, they just pop in there real quick. And it's like quick, uh, everything in the salon, it's about quick action, like being able to take care of it. It's too late if someone had to come down and get you and like get you out of the back and be like, yo, it's so, it's so, so, so busy up front. Everyone's already been standing in that line for like five minutes. Yeah, I like the benefits of that. I like the, I like the benefits of people being able to come and grab you like in a moment, right? If there's an issue, you're there to take care of it, right? It's right behind the desk. You can pull the people, uh, you can pull like a, a hairstylist in there, have a quiet conversation with them. Um, you could pull like uh, you're there at the desk to be able to like take care of any kind of issues that like arrives at the front desk and help out whenever possible. But more than anything, like if someone has a question, you're there. They know where they can come get you. They don't feel like they're bothering you down in the back. That's a big piece of it that I like is is when it's like kind of secluded. It's almost like you want to be left alone. And then you get used to it, right? Like the manager gets used to the fact that they don't, no one's ever going to come in there and bother them. They're not, they don't have to come out of the office and check on things. Like when you're already there, it's kind of easier for the manager to like pop around and check things out. And like, you know, you're already part, you're in it. You're, you're part of the bustling salon when you're back in that that like back room you're not doing anything in that way you're not that emotion that you know that walking around emotion what was this little thing i can't remember what it was called it's like motion creates emotion um you know when you're you're up and moving around you're part of the process it's feeling good you're jiving right <laughs> like you're getting you're getting after it a little bit so having that right behind the desk is key and then that's where all the numbers are happening anyway right it's like Everything up there is happening. You're able to count the cash or you're able to, to do your like uh, nightly closeouts. You're able to like work on, um, you know, the, the POS system. You're able to like adjust that. You're able, you're there with the products. You're able to adjust the products. You're, you're there. You're in the mix. It, it, it's the heartbeat of the salon, right? Um, whereas the desk was the heartbeat of the salon before, right? This makes that kind of the heartbeat of the salon. That's what you want. That's what you want out of the office. You want it to be the heartbeat of the salon. If I'm sitting there in the office, like I have a desk behind my desk um, here at Richmond. So if I want to work real quick or before I had an office here, I would work behind the desk and like I'd set up camp. Now, it's really hard for me to get anything done um, because everybody wants to like chat and I love the chat and I'm easily sidetracked. So it's hard for me to get any business work done. Plus, I don't really want to be bothering people with all the boring book stuff. So I don't want them to be like uh, feeling like they can't come talk to me because I got my, my QuickBooks out um, or my accountant stuff out uh, that, you know, like I, I don't care. I'm really open book on, on um, all the, all the hard work I'm doing. But at the end of the day, like, I don't want you to be, you don't have to deal with that. It's not like, you don't even have to know it exists. You don't have to see all the hard work that goes into the business. It's, it's almost like Disneyland or a theater, right? It's like, you don't need to see the inner workings of that. Like, uh, you're all on stage, you're all playing a part. And, and then, you know, when we go behind the scenes, then you take the, the, the big, 
the big Mickey Mouse head off, and and then you get back to the grind that's in the behind the scenes. But on the salon floor, it should all be fun, right? No one should understand that there's a business to this. I really, really believe that um, we should treat it like it's an art and that there's a lot of mystery to it and that it's not like a business um, as far as the guest is concerned. They shouldn't see the business side of it. It should just be like, oh, I come in. This person does it for fun because they're an artist and this is their art. And there's they're just so mysterious and they're so much more cool than I am. And they're hip and they're trendy. And, you know, they don't need to know all of the education that you're putting in. They don't need to know all of the numbers that are in it. They don't need to know the business theories that we're putting in place. Like, that's not their job. One of the things that drives me crazy about our industry is we, like, love to over-consult. You know, you're constantly teaching them that there's no mystery, that it's all teachable, right? Which is, of course, the case, but they don't need to know that. They should know that that, that you're an artist and that, like, you're in it for the art and that you, lo- you do this because you love it. They shouldn't see the behind the scenes. They shouldn't see the fact that you're trying to, like, make a living after it. You know, like, there's nothing that used to make me more happy than when people come in and they'd be like, you know, I don't, like, I mean, you know, I'd own four or five salons and they'd be like, uh what are you going to do later with your life? <laughs> As if I'm like, like kind of just doing it for funsies, <laughs> you know? And it's like, yeah, that's what I want you to feel. That's what I want you to feel. I don't want you to know what I'm at, uh, what I'm out here doing. I want it to all be like mysterious. I want you to think that I'm just doing it because like, I love to do it. And that like, I could never possibly retire off of the money you make behind the chair. That's what you want. Right. So I love the idea of putting the desk behind the um, management office behind the desk so they can take care of all of those inner workings. And it's still secluded. You can't see it. We have a curtain over it. I don't want like a hard door because it's like in the way, but like there's a curtain over it. You know, you, you have that area to go to, but it's not so secluded that you could just lock yourself in. Like I want people to come in and like, it's the heartbeat of the salon. It needs to be the factory. Uh, it needs to be like the inner workings and getting after it. So I love this concept. I, I hope you feel this concept because I'm telling you when I put it in, it is night and day how much better the salon runs. So I hope that that like that hits something for you. It, it like uh, you know plays to the chorus and the and the heartstrings a bit, um, and that you're learning something from that. Um, uh, and, you know, just you know the sparking the conversation of it. Maybe you're thinking like, oh well, maybe I'll do this instead, right? Like if we can spark that conversation, then this conversation was worthwhile. <laughs> Guys, thanks for listening in. Really appreciate it. Uh, Thanks for taking the time to care about the industry. It it matters more now than it ever has before. Please review this podcast if you're so inclined. And if you like the content and the information that we shared today, please take it, make it your own, distill it, skill up, and whatever you do, please take the time to pass it on to the next generation.